Y'all, the Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein drama is still continuing even after the Alphabet Boys unhooked her ass up. Now, it seems as though her bestie is out here defending her on British mainstream media, and I have the footage. You will be hearing it today because you're probably not going to hear it on CNN or Fox or any mainstream American media, but that's what you have me for. So sit back, get your libations, and let's get into it. What is up, everyone, and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, y'all, via Apple, via Spotify, via Inca, the internet, I don't know where you listen to me at, <laughs> but welcome to the podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in, as I always say, because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate you, and make sure you tell someone about this podcast, alright? Now... Excuse the fan, but I'm in New York City, and y'all already know that here in New York, it gets crazy humid, crazy hot, and the fan definitely needs to be on, so I definitely got one of those, like, cafeteria-type style fans in the lunchroom that used to keep the whole class cool, right? But anyway, we're going to get right into it, and I'm going to let you guys in on this interview that I seen with Ghislaine Maxwell's best friend all right um and and I, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say this whoever put her in front of the camera did not brief her well enough um I don't know how much she was paid to do this because I'm pretty sure she got a bag for this okay but she was not ready she just was not ready because these interviewers that she was talking to definitely um, were kind of really calling her out on her bullshit. Um, they were letting her know straight up that what she was saying was complete cap. And, you know, cap is just another way to say lie. <laughs> Over here in the hood in, in, in New York, right? So when we say you a cap guy, that means you're a, a big liar. All right? So um, I, I completely forgot this woman's name. Um, and I'm probably going to say it later on in this podcast. But this was on Good Morning Britain. All right? And this was um, uploaded on their YouTube channel today. Um, Britain is probably a few hours ahead of us. So this probably came on this morning or, or yesterday. All right. And um we we're gonna we're gonna play this for you so you can hear exactly what was said. I don't want to keep rambling and rambling on. So check this out and I will be right back with the rest of my commentary on it. <laughs> in touch with Ghislaine Maxwell? I was in touch with her about three and a half weeks ago. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks, it was pretty obvious, you know, due to the pressure on Prince Andrew, that uh, Ghislaine was the target. And, you know, I don't want to uh, uh, wave a red flag in front of the FBI. You know, um, I believe in supporting my friend, and I believe that she is a, vic uh, is a victim of Jeffrey Epstein, just like many other people were. It doesn't mean that um, what she did was right and, you know, she should pay for her crimes. But the last what, couple What do you think her crimes were? I don't know. I'm going to wait for the court to say. But obviously there was, reading the indictment, a pattern of some kind of grooming 
of women for Jeffrey. So why, 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 why would you think that Ghislaine Maxwell is in any way a victim, given the depth of the allegations, the consistent pattern of her acting as some kind of madame to Jeffrey Epstein, where she groomed very young, often underage girls to be sexually abused? Okay, I understand. But I also know that she tried many, many, many times to get away from Jeffrey, and he kept keeping her there, luring her there. Oh, now, come on, come on. You don't were, believe, come on. You don't believe that yes, for a moment. I do believe that. I, she I, tried many I, times to get away from She's just spent a year hiding in a house quite comfortably and easily when she wanted to. She could have got away with him at any stage. She had plenty of money, most of which probably came from Epstein. Okay, I don't. I think you'll find in the end that she doesn't have as much money as has been reported, even in that indictment. Well, the police say uh, they found bank accounts, numerous bank accounts, which have uh, over twenty million dollars sitting there. Yes, but I think you're going to find most of that money's not hers. Who's, who's money? Whose money is that? Well, that's for the courts to say. Well, why do you think it's not hers? Because she's told me it's not hers. Okay. Do, do you believe no. everything Ghislaine tells you? Do you think she may have been putting no, the wool over your no, eyes? No, I don't believe. Listen, I have a degree from the Wharton School, and so I understand bank accounts and business. I don't know what they were doing, but she said that Jeffrey was in control of most of that money. Nora okay. Goldman, why do you why do you describe Ghislaine uh, as a victim of Jeffrey Epstein? No, have I you know. have you read the charges? I mean, she's, yes. she's charged with conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. Enticing a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. Conspiracy to transport minors with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. Transporting a minor with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. And two counts of perjury. What about that suggests that Ghislaine Maxwell is the victim? Okay. She's a victim of Jeffrey Epstein, okay? He would not let her leave. She tried many, many times. In what Sometimes way would he not he, let her leave? Okay, uh, because he, there were things that he had on her that if she had left in an angry way would have destroyed her life earlier. Now, you know, obviously her life is destroyed now, but Jeffrey Epstein, look, Leslie Wexter's afraid of him. Uh, Glenn Dubin is afraid of him. Uh, uh, Jeffrey never let Eva Dubin go. Um, uh, Alan Dershowitz is semi-afraid of them, even though he claims, you know, that he worships Jeffrey. Uh, I, I, Jeffrey is a very threatening guy. Graydon Carter was afraid of him. So to say that the only person who can't be afraid of him is Ghislaine Maxwell's just wrong. Well, I met, I met, listen, I met Ghislaine at a book launch in 2013, briefly, for a few minutes, uh, with, mm -hmm. Stephen, with Stephen Fry and other people that were at this book launch. Uh, I don't think I've ever met a more confident person in my life or a more sort of social gadfly flotting around the party, knew everybody super confident, uh, strong. You could tell all those things. The idea that she was somehow the victim here, I've got to be honest with you, I find uh, laughable. I mean, she was part of his world for decades. And the idea that you're trying to portray her as a victim, when actually the victims of these poor underage girls that were terrorised for decades by Jeffrey Epstein, I think many people will find quite repulsive. Okay, and I understand that. And believe me, every one of them has hit me on Twitter. And I'm 
first of all, the, the you know, the main victims are the, the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, the young girls, or even the older girls, okay? Uh, you know, uh, there's no such thing as a child prostitute. Underage girls should not have been massaging people. I, I totally agree with that. But to say that, uh, 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 that Jeffrey did not have a hold on uh, Ghislaine is wrong. And I understand many people tell me how confident she, she appeared. She wasn't. Okay, she was, had very little self-confidence in reality. Jeffrey could reduce her to tears instantaneously. Laura Goldman, Jeffrey died last year. Why yes. didn't why didn't Ghislaine, if she was so afraid of him and in his thrall, why the minute that he died, she was released from that. Why wouldn't she then go to the FBI and say, you know what? I was equally also, under his power, I was a victim of Jeffrey Epstein, and I will tell you everything you need to know. Why did it take a year? And why did she go into hiding if okay. she could have helped? From what she's told me and what her defense of that is, is that she did what her lawyers told her to do. Okay? And I'm not a lawyer, so I can't, you know, uh, parse it for you. But they felt that um, uh, going in, because of the circus atmosphere of the case and the feed, feeding frenzy, you know, it, it's sort of like the Salem Witch Trials 2.0. Um, they felt that um, uh, she couldn't go into the FBI and have a somewhat civil conversation. Well, what she did instead was she spent uh, millions of dollars in cash to buy a very large... A remote property, uh, which she was then able to hide in, in considerable luxury uh, and carry on leading her life. Uh, this is while justice was being fought for these poor young girls who'd been abused and, as the prosecution now says, groomed by Ghislaine Maxwell for many, many years. That doesn't seem quite the way you're painting it. It looks to me like somebody who's used to having a rich and privileged life, mm -hmm. wanting to continue doing it and thwarting justice for these young girls who were abused. So then why didn't she flee the country? I mean, you're, 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 you know, on one hand, I, I think you're going to find that house isn't exactly hers either. I think you're going to find out a lot of things. You, when you that, say it wasn't hers, I mean, Jeffrey Epstein couldn't have bought it. He was dead. I know, but it's not hers. Well, who, okay. Whose is it? No, it, I can't say because I'm not implicating other people. Do you, do, you know, do, you, do you believe everything Ghislaine Maxwell tells you, or do you think she's just pulling the wool over your eyes? No, because I knew from the beginning what was going on, and um, I knew from her sister also what was going on, and I've talked to them about these issues since Hang on a moment. You knew from the beginning what was going on? After the 2008 um, uh, plea agreement... Uh, I had frank conversations with both Isabel and Ghislaine Maxwell. So I had an idea that, of what was happening. And, uh, you know, and she explained a lot of things with, with Jeffrey. And, you know, she wasn't strong enough to leave him, too. Yeah, but hang so, on, hang on, listen. Why didn't you I, I, I'm, all, I'm all for supporting friends, right? But uh, Ghislaine Maxwell knew that he was then a convicted pedophile. And she continued, yeah. she continued for many years after that to be very close friends with his. And you continued to be a very supportive friend of Ghislaine Maxwell, knowing that she remained very good friends with a convicted paedophile.
you can see how looking on the outside, people are like, what the hell was she doing continuing to be friends? And there's a relevance to this involving Prince Andrew, which we'll come to. But Ghislaine Maxwell could say right to the point that he was convicted of being a paedophile, well, I wasn't really sure. You can't be after he's convicted. Then he's a convicted paedophile. Then you know what the guy is. And she carried on for another 10, 11, 12 years being his friend. And you've carried on supporting her, knowing she carried on being his close friend after he was convicted. Well, during my very difficult times, uh, the Maxwell family was good to me. And I felt that, uh, you know, I didn't see her every day or talk to her every day, but I, they were there for me at my darkest hour. And I felt that uh, I should be there to a certain and you extent. And you didn't think it might have been a good idea if Ghislaine Maxwell had not continued to be good close friends with Jeffrey Epstein after he was convicted of very serious offenses against underage girls? Well, she, she, believe me, she limited her contact substantially. I know she didn't cut it off, and I'm not claiming that. I'm saying she did try to rebuild her life several times. It's quite easy, actually, isn't it, to, to cut off contact with a convicted paedophile? You just have nothing to do with them. She couldn't. Okay, she's not that strong. I know, I understand. Okay. Well, that doesn't bear much relation to the woman I met at a book launch, I can tell you. The idea that she would have been too weak to walk away from a bloke convicted of paedophile behaviour. Let me bring in Prince Andrew now, because he also stayed friendly with Jeffrey Epstein after that conviction. And again, you could construct a defence, potentially, that Epstein was so secretive and manipulative, you may not have known the full scale of what he was doing. But once he's convicted, that's a different thing. Once all that detail came out and he admitted it, at that point, surely you sever links. Why did Prince Andrew continue seeing him? And how much do you think Prince Andrew knows that we don't know? Hey, Prince Andrew doesn't know a lot, partially because he's not that intelligent and he is spoiled and entitled. So he didn't really ask questions about what's happening. But as far as people uh, uh, staying in touch with Jeffrey Epstein after the 2008 um, conviction, uh, you know, there were parties with um, people like Katie Couric, there, um, uh, Chelsea Handler, Woody Allen. Okay, well, Woody Allen, maybe. But, you know, so you know, unfortunately, in 2008, which was a lifetime ago in terms of Me Too, the women's movement, etc., many people flocked to Jeffrey Epstein's house after uh, that 2008 conviction. So to to attack everybody that did that, I, you know, okay, but you have to attack them all, not just me. <laughs> so well, I'm not, I mean, no, I'm just wondering. I mean, you know, I'm wondering. Did, did you have any contact with Epstein? No, I didn't. But because these are issues that I do care about. But also, it wasn't, you know, his conviction was kind of muddied, and I wasn't actually sure what he had done. Well, his plea, uh, his plea admission wasn't muddied, was it? Yes, it was. It was um, sex with an underage prostitute. You know, there's no such thing as a child prostitute in retrospect, but it wasn't, a, it wasn't an organized sex trafficking ring, okay? So that's a whole lot different than what he was convicted So he wasn't of. quite as bad a paedophile as he could have been. No. Okay. You know, okay, good point. But I'm just saying, 
You see? know, I didn't have anything to do with them even before. How long I did you know where? Gillane. How long did you know where Ghislaine was hiding in the last year? Uh, off and on, but you know, I told people the FBI. You know, uh, 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 you don't just call the FBI. They probably didn't want to talk to me. Actually, you can. That's exactly what. In fact, at the press press conference, that's exactly what they said. It's exactly what you can do when the FBI says we'd like people to come forward with information. At that point, surely your duty as as a public-minded citizen, which is the way you want to portray yourself, is at that point you would just pick the phone up and tell the FBI, "I know where she is, uh, and I'm sorry, but I'm afraid I'm not going to protect somebody." given the scale of depravity that is emerging about Epstein. Okay, and guess what? I did call the tip line, and somebody did call me back, but they didn't feel that they should have contact with me because of of my contact with her, and I can prove it with emails. (laughs) So, So so, so, sorry, so originally you just said you didn't make any contact well, I think now you say so now you say you did well, but then once they found out no once they found out you were good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell they didn't pursue it I mean come on what do you, what do you, t- you want me to show you what I said I have them do I, I look like you, you. do I look like a total I idiot you right now I can show them to you yeah but you literally just said phone. you said three minutes ago you had no contact with the FBI but, now you're saying you did no 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 I said I didn't have I didn't go into a long thing with them because I didn't have a lawyer Y'all, 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 I don't know what, I don't even know where to even begin. So that was Laura Goldman, all right? That was Laura Goldman, one of Ghislaine Maxwell's friends, and Susanna Reed and Piers uh, Morgan, all right, on Good Morning Britain, Okay. And Britain definitely has an interest in this story due to the fact that, you know, they are in the UK and the royal family is definitely implemented in this, right? Laura Goldman, I believe that's her name, was doing this interview early this morning. She was reporting from Philadelphia, so she is in the States also. She's not overseas. Now, one thing that she did say that was interesting was, you know, why was Ghislaine Maxwell here in the United States? And that is a very good question. And I'm pretty sure that is a question that the Alphabet Boys are definitely going to ask her. They are going to go through her bank records. Um, They are going to go through the uh, logistics of how the money was moving. Okay. They're going to go through the fact that she did try to file um, a lawsuit for $600 million against the Jeffrey Epstein's estate. They're going to go through the closing documents to that home in New Hampshire that she was in, that they said that she bought $1 million in cash. And whoever sold it to whoever, whatever the realty company was and the the broker and the the seller of the home, they're going to get into all of that all of it all of it okay so i believe like i have said i had seen a video on uh cbs with gail king and it was from 10 months ago and gail king was speaking of glane maxwell being in the new hampshire area or being in america and she stated this 10 months ago 
all right um so that is a very great question of why was glenn maxwell here in america i believe she was here in america because she wanted that 600 million dollar estate and she was gonna do what she had to do to get it but i could be wrong about that but that is a very good question another interesting point that she brought up was when she said a lot of people are under the perception or basically assume that Ghislaine Maxwell even though she was born into money that she has a whole bunch of money now and um I believe that to be true I believe that she probably does not have a lot of money um she probably does not have a lot of liquid assets um I don't believe she has as much money as people make it out to be all right um so that much I do believe However, I do not believe that Laura Goldman is very unbeknownst. I believe that Laura Goldman was trying to choose her words very carefully during this interview. All right. Um, I believe that she probably did get a bag for it. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe the legal counsel. I know damn well for sure. Glenn Maxwell was enlightened and informed that um, Laura will be coming on to speak with uh, Good Morning Britain. Okay, um, I believe that Laura Goldman knew what was going on. Excuse the sirens in the back. Like I said, this is New York City, city, but I believe that Laura Goldman was fully cognizant of what was taking place. All right. Um, I feel as though Laura Goldman may have been bought as far as her silence. All right. And from looking at her, no tea, no shade, no shade, no tea. She just doesn't come off as someone who, um, to me, looks like she would be hanging around with upper echelon and elite. Put it that way. But I do believe that she was cognizant and aware of what was going on. I believe her silence was bought um, and that she knows more than what she's claiming uh, to know. Um, if you listen to her, you hear her actually dropping names. You hear her dropping Woody Allen. You hear her dropping uh, Chelsea. I think she's a Chelsea Handler. All right. So basically, she is pretty much enlightening us and letting us know that the people who were in, you know, Pet Petalwood or basically Hollywood were affiliated with Glenn Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. Now, her sitting here trying to say that Ghislaine Maxwell was a victim is bullshit. And none of us is buying it. None of us are buying it. Okay? We all know that the upper echelon and the elite operate through insurance policies. Okay? And Ghislaine Maxwell got herself mixed up in a lifestyle that comes with being affluent. Okay, so we're not even trying to hear none of that. We're, we're not. Ghislaine Maxwell probably got scared when Jeffrey Epstein got in trouble the first time legally, and she didn't want to be implemented in that. And she probably wanted to say, oh, well, you know, I want nothing to do with him. And he probably was like, bitch, I have insurance policies on that ass. So um, we in this together. Okay, and quiet as it's kept. I'm starting to really think that Ghislaine Maxwell has something to do with Jeffrey Epstein not being here no more. You know, 
Because if you telling us that he that she was that afraid of him or she basically wanted nothing to do with him, it wouldn't be far fetched that now he's gone. Okay? It, it it wouldn't be. And to honestly keep it all the way real and all the way funky with you, if I'm not mistaken, Glenn Maxwell was the one who kind of really put Jeffrey Epstein on to the um to the upper echelon in a certain societal dynamic because she was the one who had the connections. He had the money, but she had the connections. So if she really wanted to do away with him and if she really was a victim, what are the odds that he was gone, that he was gone and she took off and nobody knew where she's been technically for the last year. You feel what I'm saying? It is really starting to look like, you know, similar to, you know, these high ranking, you know, political figures like from World War Two, where the gang starts turning on each other. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel as though that's what's going to happen in the fall of the cabal where people are going to start turning on each other. People are going to start snitching and Fox news already basically are, you know, starting to report or starting to report that Ghislaine Maxwell is ready to talk. She's ready to talk. So I believe as though, um, Ghislaine Maxwell is going to be treated a certain way by the FBI. I do believe that Ghislaine Maxwell is going to be offered a plea deal and they know that they're going to have to work with her in order to basically have her give up some names, give up some evidence and, and, and give up some real, uh, EPA echelon people. And like I was saying on my Instagram, I believe that Ghislaine Maxwell is probably going to give up a good four to five people, probably max is seven. Okay, um, Prince Andrew's going to be implemented in some way, shape or form. There's no doubt about that. We're going to probably have Kevin Spacey. We're definitely going to have Woody Allen. We probably are going to have Bill Clinton. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're probably going to have Ellen DeGeneres. We're going to have some some real heavy hitters, but you're, you're going to have like a, a C and D list or two. That's probably going to be the first up poster boy, but there's definitely going to be more people implemented in this. Ghislaine Maxwell is caught up and basically she's going to be granted some type of plea deal in order to get for her to talk the way they want her to talk because New York and California are literally racking these people up that is the real reason i believe why california is back on lockdown because they know that Petalwood is going to try to run they're going to try to take off and they're not with the shits okay a lot is going on in new york and a lot is going on in cali you know and they had the balls to do what Florida did not have the balls to do. These district attorneys are not playing. And I'm pretty sure that the cabal is scrambling. If you look at them on uh, social media, they look stressed. They look depressed. They're saying things. They're talking in code. This is something monumental and colossal very much so. Okay. Um, but 
let me know what you guys think about it through Instagram. Um, follow me on there. Here she is, two underscores Rondell. I'm gonna leave it in the description of this uh podcast. So you can follow me on there because we have very great conversation on there on my Instagram following, and I would love to have it with you. But shout out to you for checking this out. I truly appreciate it. Y'all stay well, y'all stay up, and I will check y'all in the next one. Peace.